This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation we don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Okay, Problematics, you may not realize it yet, but we have officially entered the post-woke era. This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Problematics, welcome. I hope you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend. I hope you had a lot of fun. And I also hope that you remembered those who have fallen in service to this country, which is what Memorial Day is all about. What I want to talk about today is, you know, not guns, not what's going on at the NRA convention, all of that stuff. I think I'll get to that next episode. But you may not realize it, but we have officially entered the post-woke era. And I, I think it's a very exciting thing for us to be heading heading into. It, it actually makes me very excited. So you have to think about, first of all, if we're entering the post-woke era, uh, we have to think about what the woke era is. The woke era is the period <laughs> in American history that we are transitioning out of right now. I believe that the woke era started with the explosion of social media. And I've said all of this stuff before. When the average person had a voice uh, via Twitter, via Facebook, via Instagram, via YouTube, when the average person had a voice, it was the great equalizer for a lot of things. There were a lot of people that were that were able to sort of come out of nowhere and build major brands. There were a lot of people that were able to make a lot of money, but there were also a lot of very damaged, very mentally ill, very hurt people that were able to create huge platforms based on um, nothing, based on their insanity, based on their mental illness. And I remember back to 
when the Twitter thing was was first really popping, and you remember when BuzzFeed first started, now they're BuzzFeed News, and they're a serious news organization. But when BuzzFeed first started, uh, they sort of pioneered this uh, woke writing. And and for example, <laughs> for examples of, of woke writing, think about an article called, and this is a real article, folks, um, straight black men are the white people of black people. <laughs> Seriously, I, I really want you to go Google this because this is a real thing that somebody wrote. It may not have been for BuzzFeed. It may have been for one of their offshoots right now that is kind of struggling. But that was really what ushered in the woke era because what a lot of the founders of these tech companies, whether it's BuzzFeed, whether it was Mike.com, if you remember them, I don't even know if they're still around. But what a lot of the founders of these companies realized is that the algorithm loved this stuff. And so they pumped out more and more and more of it. And so this is kind of how the woke monster, as I call it, was born. Because there was this idea that people just wanted more and more and more of this stuff, um, more victimhood stuff, more articles about why, you know, fat phobia is one of the biggest issues that is facing America, right? One of more articles about, you know, 100 genders and, and all of this stuff. So this is how the, the woke era started. And so it started on social media and it started with all of this stuff, but then it sort of bled into our entertainment and our pop culture to the point where if you look at a Calvin Klein ad today, you're likely to see uh, either some morbidly obese woman in underwear or you're going to see that uh, that uh, that campaign that they had for Mother's Day, which was a pregnant trans man uh, being cradled by his um male to female transgender partner it's just like like stuff like just wild stuff crazy stuff things that you wouldn't even think of when it came to fashion or all of this other stuff but these corporations and these fashion companies and the movie like they were brainwashed into thinking that this was something that people wanted when i don't really believe that this was something that people really wanted right when we look at underwear ads or when we look at uh, movies and stuff like that, we want to see things that are aspirational. I don't know about you guys, but when I watch, whether it be reality television, whether I watch movies, when I see movie stars, whatever, I want something aspirational. I want a goal to look like. Like, I want to look like this action hero in this movie. I would like to live like, for example, of uh, the people in the Netflix reality show Bling Empire, which I've been binging, you know, all weekend because it's been a little rainy here in Miami. So aspirational, right? So when you look at stuff like the Calvin Klein ad with the obese people, that's not aspirational. <laughs> um, and when you look at a lot of this stuff, it's not aspirational. But, you know, the algorithm told a lot of these companies and a lot of these a lot of these websites that this is what people wanted. So this is how the woke era started. And now you went from the stuff being printed out, you you went from the people writing this stuff to now. You know, people like AOC and the squad. Now, all of this stuff, all of this, I am a victim, all of this, the world is bad, all of this stuff sort of made its way into policy, right? And as soon as leftists and the left, and as soon as Democrats realized that they can use 
um, this sort of crybaby victim stuff that was playing so well on the algorithm that they could use that to create huge followings on Twitter. And also that they can use this to try to, you know, force policy and to get some of these maniacs in the office. That was sort of like the apex of what I call the woke era. The apex of the woke era, I think, and we have seen a decline in this over the past few years, but the apex of the woke era was somebody like AOC coming into Congress and in those few years where she seemed to be like the most powerful politician in the world. Obviously, she's not anymore. Obviously, she talks to her base. Nobody really cares anymore. Um, She's been absorbed into the swamp, as I say. So that was the apex of all of this other stuff. And it was also when a lot of the people on the woke left and the far left, when they realized that they could use some of this stuff to control companies and corporations. Remember when they pressured Major League Baseball to move the All-Star game from Georgia to Colorado over the quote-unquote racist new voting laws um, that happened in Georgia. The, the new voting laws that are so racist that they have had record-shattering voter turnout in just the primaries right now, on both sides, by the way. That's how racist those uh, voter ID laws were, right? And so when leftists and, and the liberals, when they realized that they could pressure corporations and pressure organizations to do whatever they wanted, that's when they, number one, loved corporations because they never loved corporations before. But that was when we saw the the, the peak of of this sort of woke era, right? And we saw, oh my God, it was just like, oh, this first trans woman rocking down the runway and this plus sized model is changing the game and all of this other stuff. I think there was a cosmopolitan issue, an issue of Cosmo with some fat woman in yoga pants on the cover talking about this is body positivity, all of this stuff, which the average person, right, even the average person that is overweight. The average person realizes that this is all ridiculous. They realize that this is unhealthy. They realize that this is not aspirational, right? And so we've seen all of that stuff over the past decade. But I am very happy to tell you, Problematics, that we are cresting the wave of this. We are getting to the other side of this. And you realize that we're getting to the other side of it because there are so many signs right now. And the first sign, I believe, is that corporations are starting to back off of this stuff. They're starting to back off of being pressured by Twitter mobs. They're they're starting to back off of being pressured by whatever the woke agenda is, right? And so, you know, when we talk about this woke era, we talk a lot about Netflix. We talk about a lot of the streaming services because, in essence... They are the ones that, you know, were kind of the beneficiaries of all this stuff, right? So they, people were telling them and the algorithms and all this stuff were telling them that this is what people wanted. So Netflix was being told for whatever reason that people just wanted to see gay stuff in absolutely everything. And look, I'm a gay dude and it seems like I can't watch anything on Netflix without there being some sort of gay subplot. And I'm like, if I'm a gay dude and I, and I see this, like, what is the average straight person thinking about this stuff? So you see, you know, that stuff, you see um, the wokeness sort of 
seeping into every piece of pop culture and entertainment media that we have, right? The uh, the new Wonder Years set in the 60s is all about wokeness. And there was, I, I get, there was just um, the show Naomi on the CW. And yes, yeah, she's a black girl, superhero, black girl, magic, and all of this stuff. And so what you're starting to see is the studios backing away from this stuff fundamentally because the stuff is underperforming, right? So the Naomi show got canceled. And the Lovecraft Lovecraft Country, which I've spoken to you guys about on the old podcast, which was a show, it was a, you know, a black horror sci-fi show. I thought it would be super interesting. And again, you were just beat over the head with wokeness before any like before anybody is trying to make any sort of effort to entertain you. They want to beat you over the head with their politics. And people have just said enough in these corporations have said enough. And I will tell you how they're starting to stand up against this after the break. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Problematics, welcome back to Can't Cancel Rob Smith. So before the break, you know, I was talking a lot about how the woke era started and what we've seen. You know, we've all kind of lived through this. But now I want to talk, I'm going to, you know, give you the good news because the good news is that it's over, okay? We're going to see the last dying gasps of this stuff, I would say, over the next two to three years, but it's dying. And you know it's dying, like I said, because the content is not selling anymore. People are not watching this stuff. Um, People are actively tuning out of it. The networks are not greenlighting this stuff. Um, They are walking back things that they have greenlit before. Um, There was a show, and and speaking of Netflix, because Netflix um, and Facebook are, are two of the biggest sort of signs that this is shifting. And I'm going to tell you why. But first of all, with Netflix, so they're backing off of a lot of these things that they had ordered before. They had ordered a cartoon series based on, and I am not making this up, Ibram X. Kendi, the race hustler, wrote How to Be an Anti-Racist and, you know, gets charges $20,000 an hour 
um, to tell white people that they're racist, which is a fantastic racket that, you know, I wish that I thought of this. But he had a show, he had a coloring book or a children's book called Anti-Racist Baby. I am, guys, I'm not making this stuff up. This is all very real. And this children's book called Anti-Racist Baby was going to be adapted into a Netflix cartoon for children. But Netflix has backed off of that. They said, we're not doing it. Meghan Markle's cartoon, they said they're not doing it. Apparently, Ava DuVernay, um, the the woke warrior that's a, a Hollywood director right now, she's having a lot of stuff sort of like canceled and they're walking back. So a lot of this stuff really is over, okay? And so here's the thing. When you look at somebody like Netflix, um, they have just released a, a sort of culture memo. And I thought that this was very, very interesting because their culture memo is basically saying, and this is what, what went out. As employees, we support the principle that Netflix offers a diversity of stories, even if we find some titles counter to our own personal values. Depending on your role, you may need to work on titles you perceive to be harmful. If you'd find it hard to support our content breath, Netflix may not be the best place for you. So if you want to read between the lines there, they're basically saying, shape up or ship out. This is not the place for your activism. This is not the place for your identity stuff. This is a place of business for you to do work. And if you do not want to be here and do work for this corporation, then you can leave. Now, this came in the wake of the controversy surrounding the Dave Chappelle closure special, right? And that, you know, there was a lot of stuff in that special. And I watched every second of that special. I did not find this to be anti-trans at all. And unless you take any joke about any group to be anti-whatever, right? It was actually very empathetic to trans people. And, and it seemed to me when I watched the show that he made a concentrated effort to be empathetic. But like I said, these people do not care. Um, these people do not want your apologies. They do not want your empathy. They want nothing but your submission. And you cannot give these people an inch. So in the wake of that, you know, Netflix employees staged a walkout. There was a trans Netflix employee that was fired for allegedly leaking data. And this person was trying to take them down, all that stuff. And so Netflix has said, enough. And now, and like I've told you guys a couple of weeks ago, Netflix stock plummeted um, after the company reported it lost 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter and expected to lose an additional 2 million in the second quarter. So bottom line, the only color that these people really care about is green, and they are losing it, right? And so Netflix is saying enough is enough. And it says Netflix is saying that they publish content by letting viewers decide, quote, what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voice. So that is a major sign that one of the biggest corporations in the world has had enough. And Netflix did all the woke stuff. Um, Netflix was that Netflix is the reason why this transgender actress Laverne Cox that I worked with a million years ago on a reality show. 
like they're the reason that Laverne Cox became a thing, right? She she was one of the, the first trans women to have a serious regular role on television. Netflix, you know, had a lot of PR dollars behind that and all of that stuff. So the reason that she's a thing, right? Laverne Cox. And so they did all this stuff. For whatever reason, this corporation is pretty much saying that their bottom line is being harmed by all of this stuff. And they're backing away from it. Facebook as well. Meta. Um, not Facebook. Meta. And this is what happened with Facebook. Meta platforms have basically been told employees are saying that they are not permitted to discuss abortion at work at all. So Meta, Facebook, is saying that employees are not allowed to discuss the contentious issue during office hours, this comes from the Post, due to, quote, an increased risk that the company would be perceived as a, quote, hostile work environment. Bans employees, the policy. It bans opinions or debates about abortion being right or wrong, availability or rights of abortion, and political, religious, and humanitarian views on the topic. And there is an internal note called respectful communication policy. So what Facebook is saying is that there are multiple people that are going to have different points of view on abortion, right? But what they're saying is that all points of view are valid. You believe what you want. Keep it out of the workplace. This is what the last, I would say, 10 to 15 years have wrought for America. It's become a lot of activists or a lot of people that call themselves activists on Twitter. They're not really doing anything. They're just complaining. They want to go to a corporation, an organization, take their money to quote unquote work, but then they don't want to do any work. And then as soon as this company does something, they want to use that to take to take them down. And these corporations are saying enough. Look, I run a nonprofit. If I have a, when you have employees, their job is the job. Their job is not their politics. Like their job is not to bring that stuff to the workplace. And so the country is moving away from these things. We are a center right country. The vast majority of Americans in this country are center right. We are not as far left as the Twitter mobs and the entertainment industry and all of these people would have you believe. These people do not set the standard anymore. And this is what is going to happen in the post-woke era. Now, what excites me in this post-woke era, I think, is the opportunity for more things that come from a Republican conservative point of view to be reflected in entertainment media, in mainstream media, and pop culture. This is kind of like the third rail. And I'm working on a couple of projects sort of behind the scenes myself. But this is the third rail. The third rail is conservative values, Republican values, pro-America values, America first values, the values that on some level, anybody that's listening to this podcast shares. Now, the next stage of the post-woke era is integrating this stuff into entertainment, integrating this into American pop culture. There are, number one, this has happened in the past, 
first of all. And number two, it's also happening again right now with what is the biggest movie in the world right now, Top Gun Maverick. I'm going to break down where the future of the post-woke era is in our entertainment industry after the break. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So right now, this Memorial Day weekend, the number one movie, like the biggest movie in the world is Top Gun Maverick. I wish that I had seen it, so I'm not, this is not going to be a review. I have not seen Top Gun Maverick. Um, I want to desperately, I've been very busy and I will probably, hopefully get to that this week. I'll I'll take myself on a little date night and uh, I'll go see Top Gun Maverick this week. But the, the point that I'm making when I bring up Top Gun Maverick, first of all, let's talk about the numbers. This made, is projected to make by the end of the four day Memorial Day weekend, $151 million. This is Tom Cruise's biggest theatrical opening of all time. Um, this is one of the biggest Memorial Day weekend openings of all time. I believe that this is number two. And so I, I want you to really zoom out a little bit and think about how big this is. So you have a movie, Top Gun Maverick. This movie is about naval fighter pilots. This movie is, I am assuming, very pro-America. This movie comes out on Memorial Day weekend. And this movie becomes not only the biggest debut of Tom Cruise's career, um, makes over $151 million over this holiday, and is also the number two Memorial Day weekend debut of all time. So think about this stuff and think about what that says as to where we are as a country. Guys, Post, we are in the post-woke era. Woke is over because even five years ago, Top Gun Maverick, number one, it would have been the target of a lot of hate from the left. They would have talked about, and there's probably one or two little things in there now. They would have talked about um, Top Gun Maverick's pro-America jingoism is out of touch in (laughs) in a George Floyd world. Like just that, these are the kinds of things that would have happened even if, like I said, this, this movie came out two years ago, but it didn't come out two years ago. It came out now. And this is what, obviously, what people want. Because like I was saying before, the only color that matters is green. When these studios see something like this performing to this level, something that is unabashedly pro-America, and something that is, by the way, diverse. I like pulling this up on the website. I'm looking at, you know, the younger people that are in there and that, you know, black and Latino and white and all of this stuff. And the thing about it is, is that wokeness, like diversity in and of itself is not a bad thing. Trying to make it happen has never been a bad thing, right? Because that is America. When you look at, you know, these younger people, you look at Tom Cruise and stuff, like that's just what this country looks like. But what we're heading into now is a phase where 
people can appreciate America, people can respect America, and people can say, hey, we're all here, we look different, we think different, we act different, some people are gay, some people are straight, whatever, but we can all be together. I think, honestly, that that is what the post-woke era is. And I think that sometimes as Americans, we don't realize these transitions that we're making as a country. And we don't, I, I think, pay enough respect to the fact that we are still very young in all of these transitions. There's a lot that's fresh and new and different, and we're still figuring out how to interact with one another. And we're still coming to terms with the history of this country. And we're still figuring out a way to move forward as Americans in so many different ways. And so on a note of positivity, because I I do remain very optimistic about America, I always have. This country's given me everything. And so when we talk about the post-woke era on a positive note, I would say that the post-woke era is not so much that we're just going to bash all the crazy people. Because let me tell you something, the crazy people are going to continue to crazy. And they're going to continue to crazy on social media. And they're going to continue to crazy on Facebook and and YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and all of that stuff. And they're going to, you know, identify as paint. And yes, there are people identifying as paint right now. They're identifying as clowns. The crazy people are going to crazy. But in the post-woke era, we're just not going to pay as much attention to them because we're going to know, like, we are aware that these people are mentally ill and we are aware that these people need help. And the rest of America is just going to move on. And I think that something like Top Gun Maverick being this successful bodes very well for the future of a post-woke America. A post-woke America that recognizes our differences but allows us to come together and allows us to celebrate this country and how great it is and how much there how much opportunity there is for all of us without bashing what came before and without bashing white people and without bashing white men and without being openly racist against white people and all of the crap that we've seen over the last 10 years. This is what I think the post-woke era will bring. And as somebody that is a creator and that honestly, to be to be honest with, with you guys, problematics, I, there are different things that I want to do in terms of, you know, television, in terms of production, in terms of entertainment, in terms of all of that stuff. I don't necessarily, guys, want to be living in politics for the rest of my life. And this is what I think. And this is the bet that I'm making. And this is what I think. I think that this stuff has run its course. The America is so bad, history of slavery, black people, you are so oppressed, white people are so evil, black trans women will run the world. Um, Like all of this stuff has run its course. There's nowhere else for it to go. It's eating itself at this point. There's nowhere else for that to go. So the only way to go is forward. And I think the next step for a post-woke America, I think the next step for a post-woke corporations, obviously, Facebook and Netflix saying, keep your politics at home and come to work. This is the next step for this country. 
And what I hope to bring it back to politics, because this is a news politics podcast, what I hope is this. What I hope is that our politics and in the people that we elect and our leadership moving forward reflects the post-woke era, not just in our entertainment, because I, I do believe, and I've told this to many colleagues of mine in this space, and I say the people that move into entertainment with a conservative-leaning mindset will do very, very, very well over the next decade, I believe, because that is where everything is going. And I do believe that these corporations are over it. And what I hope the post-woke era brings is I hope it brings different leadership. I hope it brings Republican leadership, strong Republican leadership, but also Republican leadership that can try to unite this country, maybe in the way that Ronald Reagan was a uniter. That is what I want for the future of this country. That is what I think the post-woke era will bring. And I remain, coming out of this Memorial Day weekend, coming out of this holiday, I remain deeply, deeply optimistic about where America is going. Because as bad as things are right now, and they are bad, because these people are not only incompetent, but actively hurting Americans, the people that are in charge right now. I remain optimistic because I really do believe that we are moving to a phase of American greatness and American prosperity if we get out of this really, really, really tricky moment that we're in right now. All the signs that I'm seeing are saying that we will move out of this moment. The post-woke era is not only coming, but it's here. And I believe, I truly, truly, truly believe that this is an era that can bring the country together when the woke era has done so much to tear it apart. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying Can't Cancel Rob Smith, please, please go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and rate us with five stars. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Rob Smith Online, and you can find Can't Cancel Rob Smith every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on iHeart Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.